comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. together from the cosmic reaches of the universe, here in this great hall of justice, are the most powerful forces of good ever assembled. I am Supergirl. I am the Flash. My name is Oliver Queen. I had to become the Green Arrow. Dedicated to truth. Justice and peace for all mankind. Hey everybody, welcome to the DCTV Podcast, episode 111. Hey, the slot machine went off. Alright, cool. It's a palindrome, and it's a very, very special episode. Why? Because, ladies and gentlemen, and I, I, I say this with no hyperbole whatsoever, we are about to talk about my personal favorite sequence crossover event of the CW-DC-verse ever. And I'm just I'm throwing the gauntlet down right now, spoiler, I friggin' loved it. Crisis on Earth X. I thought it was great. I had a, just the tiniest of quibbles here and there, but most of all, I just thought it was an excellent event. To join me to talk about this, the Plastic Man of Earth 22, Mr. Richard the Chub Toad Sheldon. Hey, now it's not your personal favorite because it's my personal favorite as well. So it's our personal favorite because this was so freaking great. I just watched it all the way through for a second time right before we started recording. So. I'm excited to discuss this. And like you, I have a few few minor complaints. One kind of major complaint, but for the most part, great. And the Black Panther of Earth-88, Mr. Daryl Taylor. He's the, I switched. I didn't even go and stick with DC. I went all the way. You didn't. You, you sure did. You, you, sure have, your own, you have your own mythical uh, land there, off in, in wow. you know, Wakanda on Earth-88. You have many beautiful women uh, bringing you delicious foods and training a martial arts with you uh, just like I'll in the trailer dude i'll take it okay that sounds good I'll, I'll definitely take it i but like we, that but i am unfortunately our but we are fortunately here on earth prime to talk to you about earth, crisis on earth x oh, and yeah. they have hyped this big time for a long time and i gotta tell you for me it was worth the hype dude i i loved it i thought it was great um it it you know, it has its own, it has, I mean, the CW shows have their own brand of cheesiness, but when it works, it really works. And I thought this really worked. How did you guys feel about it? I mean, Chubby, you were a little exuberant there at the beginning. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, you had posted this in our Facebook group, but, uh, before I said anything, but I was going to say this when we record. So I'm going to say it now. And that is, I loved justice league, the movie, but this was almost a better Justice League story than the actual Justice League movie. To me, I really, really enjoyed it. I wish that the guy that plays Jefferson could act. 
um, and a couple other little things. But other than uh-huh. somebody needs needs to teach him how to cry. Cause it is so. I'm like, that looks like my niece when she's trying to fake cry to make everybody feel sorry for her. I mean, just so fake. But other, but I mean, oh man, that. And then of course, uh, Velocity's uh, Kanye West moment at the end. Other than that, though, man, most of it was just super fantastic. I love seeing them kick some Nazi ass. I love the whole. Arrow versus Nazi Arrow and Supergirl versus Overgirl, which I still don't quite understand that name. But anyway, um, yeah, it's just oh, so great. There's no German uh, word for super. No. So that's why it's Uber or Over. Right. Because right. remember they had an Uber man? There right. was an Uber man. Yeah. 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 Well, Uber girl would have made sense to me then. I didn't think, was that what they were saying? I thought they were saying Over girl. Uber, well, they didn't say no. Over girl, but German right. Uber is, means Over. Right. Oh, okay. Um, oh, okay. What about you, Daryl? I enjoyed it. I, I, I didn't think it was as great as Justice League. I find enjoyment of Justice League, but I enjoy. I mean, it. I enjoyed it. It actually made the legends competent, and that was the first time. I know, right? And eons. Well, still, they were. He was. He. They got the job done. I mean, they. They were not buffoons in any part of this crossover at all. Like right. every. Like there was no mistakes made. They they did what they had to do. I mean, the only thing you the only thing that I have issue I like there's a few little things here and there, but the one thing I always get tired of is and this is a comic book thing, trope, when you have the bad the good guys captured, why don't you just shoot them? Yeah. <laughs> like I, I call that the sky. Well, they were. They were marching them out. Yeah, but why send them? You you're sending them to another world to just shoot them when you could just you have the army right there with you. They're all tied up already. What difference does it make if you shoot them on their world as opposed to the Earth, their uh, their own Earth? It doesn't make. Because I I think I think on the last episode I called that the Scott Evil moment. It was, you know, where they're like, where you know, Scott was. was like, I got a gun in my room. I can get him for you right now. Right, <laughs> you right. Don't I don't understand how right these now. things are done, Scott. Yeah, it's like I rather transport them all, especially your own doppelganger. You, you're going to transport. Understand, Daryl? You that happened towards the end of the first of the four episodes. If they would have done that, then they wouldn't have had anything for the following three episodes. I know, but that's just the <laughs> thing, though. You the second episode. You you've shown the bad guys killing everybody in the first episode, right? That's how evil they are. It just was so silly for them to go. Uh, uh-uh, uh, we won't kill them now. We will send them away. I'm going to put them in this impo- the situation they couldn't possibly ever right. escape from, especially not with the help of the superpowered underground. <laughs> On top of my doppelgangers there too, like what you know, the potential for disaster of sending the guy over there looks just like you. But by going there, we got the return of Leonard Snart. Uh, little bit different Leonard Snart, but Captain Leo. Cold enough to not you mean just Leo Leo Snart. I uh, will have to say Citizen though, Citizen Cold. I will have to say though, he was so like there's no big deal about a dude being gay. That's nothing. That's that's nothing at yeah. all. 
but they almost made him a stereotype. Right, like when he commented on Barry's outfit. And- <laughs> he almost was like, hello, I'm gay. Like, Jazz Vickers, the way he was uh, like, so... I didn't like that. Like, it did I it mean, bother you? No. It didn't bother me, It no, bothered it, me a little I bit. I didn't even notice it. What did bother me about him, though, was one line. It was the dumbest. I, I was like, oh, come oh, I on. I think I that know was... what you're talking about. When, he, when, he, when, he te- when he says to Mick, don't you understand due process and the rule of law? And it didn't make sense because they... He's the... on Earth X where the rule of law is No, 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 not... they were on Earth. They were on no, Earth. I'm saying he's from mm-hmm. there, though. So I, what is he talking about no, rule no, of law? Yeah, okay, well, well, hey, time out, time out. Hey, shut up, shut up. <laughs> Can you please stop screaming oh, so damn. I don't have to mix you down? Oh, damn. I, the only reason why I was dumb was because the way that it was delivered, he gave it like he was serious. I think it was supposed to come off as a joke. Yeah. But oh, he gave it. But the way that he said it, because it didn't make sense to say that when you're fighting the, Nazi. the Nazis, right? So it didn't make sense for him to do that when they're all in the middle of fighting the Nazis. But I just think he right. that was his quiver. That was his quip. To, to him because he was so serious all you know throughout the fight he was just so angry and serious that that's what he was saying I think now, that, was that makes more sense it just didn't come off that way I just think the directing was bad on that part and it came off it was supposed to be a joke and it came off right. flat it was like, and it ah, came off really flat yeah. I, most of it was okay but it was just a couple of scenes where I was like they were trying to make him a little too it just was. A, it almost came off like a like a, a theater uh, stereotype. Like uh, you know, some comedies yeah. in a I theater. caught that, but it just didn't really bother me. It wasn't a lot, but it was just a few yeah. scenes where it was just a little bit. Honest to God, I didn't even notice it. I didn't notice it at all. I just watched them all together, so I got maybe because I'm just watching them all back to back. But it just it came off just like that a little bit. Like, just turn it down. You know, like, I just was in my mind, like, turn it down just a touch because it was just a little, little little, too much. But other than that, it was good to, to have it back. Like, it was good to, to get Snark back. I hope that they don't find another way to get rid of him. Like, that's it. The musical chairs on some of these shows are annoying at times. Yeah, I'm... I'm, well, I'm go ahead. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry, Jeff. I was just going to say, I'm hoping that this means he's going to be back on Legends. That's what I assumed. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I figured, too. And it's good to have him back. I mean, Wentworth Norris is a really good uh, good actor. Because yeah. they lost, you know, because they already lost um, Gray. the professor. So that's their, you know, I was assuming that was their. I'm forever, from now on, going to refer to Victor Garber's character as Gray. Not Professor Stein. Right, Gray. Just Gray. <laughs> Even that was kind of like, you know, even with that, it was like, I guess it didn't have the punch to me because I, because they already announced so far back that he was leaving. Mm-hmm. So I was almost like when, when he was, when he, when they did the, let's look, look across the room, let's split up and look across the room and I have to get to this part. You have to get to the other part. I was like, okay, this is it. Actually, like, I, has- I, I had that moment earlier on. It was more like a lethal weapon moment, you know, like. As soon as we get this done, I'm going to go home to my wife right. and my family and my did. grandsons. Yeah. He said, yeah, I'm going yeah. to sail off on my done. yacht called the Live Forever. And <laughs> Which yeah. is weird, because why Why did they even need to kill his character? Just have him go yeah. home. Well, when they announced him leaving, did they say they were going to kill him no. off? Cause I, okay, because no. I didn't think they were going to kill him off. I'm they like, okay, he said he was he'll, he'll leave the show, but you know, right. maybe leave it open for him to come back every once in a blue moon. But All no, they said. killed him. 
all they said that he was leaving. They didn't say anything about, um, you know, they were killing off the character. They just said he was leaving. Right. Like I, I think it, and they made it sound like it was, it was not. I'm leaving to do a play. Like some of them, sometimes they leave. He has left before to do, like had less time on the show because he's done Broadway quite a few times. Well, he's the this admiral on on the Orville too. Right, yeah, but that's such a quick. You guess a quickie you could do it in two seconds. Um, but I think, but they made it. They implied though the way that they were talking about it was that this was not him leaving to do another thing. This was him just not wanting to play the part anymore. He he just wanted to take a break from playing the part. Makes sense. So, which is fine. Um, I get it. I, I get it. But I I just thought that they would you know give him a chance to maybe send him off and have a happy ending, you know, with his wife and his grandchild. And, you know, they did this whole thing with the story of having his daughter. Right. Timeline. So I just thought that they would give him that shot to well, just go off and, and have his they, family. They I have to say, oh, though, man, despite on. Jefferson, the actor's bad, terrible acting in the scene, that got to me. That really choked me up. Well, I it really think they did. both were sad. I mean, I think they both played off being sad i mean he just the way he cries is just not that great it's um, it's just not convincing but it's I, just it's like a little bratty kid upset and acting and crying out it just but i, I didn't think like he it. was really i mean i think you could tell that they really these actors liked working together, oh yeah oh yeah but when he started crying i think it you could really feel it especially from gray i mean you really felt that he was oh yeah he he pulled it off he great, was channeling too. you know being sad you know that he was leaving well, and his worst freight crying was when he went to the his wife's door. That just, uh, I was like, God, dude, learn how to cry. Cut some onions before they roll the camera or something. Um, and, and even if they really, you know, are do need to bring him back or something in a cameo. I mean, it's on Legends. I mean, you know. It's superheroes, man. It's go back in time or, yeah. or grab him from another earth or whatever. That's true. You know? Because yeah, even though they wrote these rules for, which is so f- funny and strange, that they wrote the rules for Barry. If he goes back and changes anything, we're effed, right? There's always something bad going to happen. But on Legends, if they go back and do something, it's laughable what happens. It's not really a terrible, terrible thing. It's well, something think, they can fix. Well, I think that's why it was important that uh, Gray died, too, because they did all this shit and they had mm-hmm. no nothing, no, if they had come through it all unscathed. Right. There wouldn't have been any stakes. You know, I mean, there wouldn't have been any gravitas to it. It'd been like, oh, well, right. that was a fun little vacation. Blah blah blah. blah I still blah. have a feel. I still get. I have a feeling though that they're gonna. There's gonna be down the line a, a storyline where they're gonna save him and, and let him go off with his family. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, where they I don't even say... interact with him. Like they don't even interact. They just do something that right. you know. They just show an old clip of them all together, and he's not in it. You know that type of thing. Now, I got to say, you know, when you're talking about the rules of time and them going around and grabbing people or doing whatever, you know, what he, what the two of them, what Ray and him have been doing to figure out how to separate Firestorm. And when Wells starts talking about the notes and he refers to Galileo and all of them as hacks, <laughs> I don't know, that just tickled me a bunch. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, it, it. But I. It, but overall, it. Uh, it was funny how, um, as a comic fan, looking at the way they did the doppelgangers, he looks so much like the ultimate version of Hawkeye. Yeah. 
You mean the gangbangers? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Mick. I, I'm, I'm so glad they gave Mick his moments this time, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. It really, it really made it for me in a lot of places. Just when it was getting too serious, and you know, there would be Mick to pop the balloon to let the air out of the situation, you know. You don't um, got mustard? You can tell, too, how much fun they were having playing the evil versions of themselves. Especially, yeah, right. especially um, 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 uh, Sarah's dad. Oh, right, right. He hammed it up. He oh, my God. Up. He was... The he Fira. Was, Where are your Yeah, papers? he was like chewing it up like he's in Hogan's Heroes or something. The Fira. <laughs> he, that's what he made me think I was like, of. dude, he's having a blast on this. I and swear is, it, is it just me or is Evil Supergirl hotter than regular Supergirl? Yeah, because you know what's funny about Evil okay. Supergirl. I just wanted to check because I, I, I came across that. She's so cute and bubbly that even when she tries to be mean, it's still cute. Yeah. Like even her being mean, like I'm blonde and I'm white and I'm pretty. It's, it's almost like she's joking when she said, I bet you they had to do that take. A hundred times because they laughed. She probably laughed at herself every time they did that take. I wouldn't be surprised because she just was giving off the the. She get you know what it is. It reminded me. It gave it off like they were doing a play, like a Disney play. Yeah. The way she played it, like the evil stepmother kind of thing. Like yeah. she would put her arm. She would put her hands to her side, and she put her arms. You know, she would do the the superhero stands. There were moments where she did, as Supergirl, she would do. You could drink every time she did the Supergirl stance. It was this, great, uh, though. <laughs> it was totally awesome. And you know what? It, this reminded right. me of, like, back in the day, they used to have the Justice League, Justice Society crossovers, like, once a year. Yeah. yeah. In, the, in the summer, they would have, like, a 100-page Super Spectacular or an yep. annual. Yep. And it wasn't, like, always, you know, the most Shakespearean of stories, but they were always No, they were Thanksgiving. They were, right. they were, they were always a lot of fun. You know, like yeah. the, wed- the wedding of Reed and Sue Richards, or, you know, pick pick your big crossover moment. And right. this this had that feel for me, you know. Absolutely. Um, and and you said they had fun playing the evil versions of them. So I, it, I could tell, it just seemed like they had fun making this whole thing. Like just, Cisco, I, yeah, you know they were playing, it's like yeah. playing dress up for them with these characters. But like, it was funny because this, like towards the end when Cisco rescued, you know, did the portal for them to get out of the, um, the not the Nazi wave rider, which is ridiculous in itself. I know, but it was great. <laughs> but it was, it was great, dude. Come exactly. on. So he he jumps out of the portal and he's like, "Yeah!" Like he just he just did it in a way that I bet you they had to cut it because he started laughing. Like those, like he probably made them all laugh the way that he said it because he almost said it like it's like he said it in such a way like, "Yeah, I'm he, like I did it, mother effer." Like now he I, almost threw the ball down, like a touchdown. Like he almost, he almost did that entire thing the way he came out of the portal. That I laughed, and I wish that that could have seen the longer cut of that I, when he comes out. Like there's a lot, there's a lot of that in this. I have a question in. though. Um, when they first learn that the Nazi Arrow and Nazi Supergirl are them, right? Uh, Wells makes the comment about there's 53 versions of Supergirl or whatever. Mm-hmm. So if that is the case, which I agree, but if that is I know the that case, question. I know where's Kara of Earth One? There's no Kryptonians in this in in their Earth, and I, so wa- did, I want has Krypton that. not exploded in this in Earth One. Then? I don't know. And even if it didn't explode, like if it, even if it 
didn't explode, you would think you would still hear about Kryptonians, though, right? Well, and then that makes me ask, where did Oliver get the kryptonite to make his kryptonite arrow? Oh, yeah, so that means it would have to have exploded then. There's no other way he would be able to get that source of kryptonite because that is that is Krypton uh, after the explosion. So yeah, you're right. And Unless also when it. over when over Overgirl catches that arrow in the mm-hmm. fight. Mm-hmm. Now Kara, the other episode was near that soil that had little bits of kryptonite in it inside a lead container. And weakened her on the spot. She catches that; it's right by her head, and it doesn't start weakening her. I, I had oh. to question that, but well, you know. well first of all, a small piece of kryptonite. Second of all, it's from a different Earth than she's from. You could say that uh, it affected her, but it, so. it, they can always say that it didn't affect her. It doesn't affect them yeah. as much as it would, because the kryptonite they used was was the metallo from Supergirl's Earth, or was it the metallo from? Yeah. Yeah, so that like that affects her more than it would, you know, uh, from another okay. world. I mean, they've done that before. Like the variances of the right, right, chronal yeah. variances makes it a little bit different each. You know, it doesn't affect them as as much as it would and the it, other. It, it, an interesting thing on that, on that point, anyway, is they made. A, I remember with Justice League, they made a whole thing about Batman having contingency plans to take right, out, right. Um, you know, the rest of the JLA. In fact, they did an animated version called Doom. I remember. And, in this, they they dealt with it in one sentence. Mm-hmm. You know, she's like, "You have a kryptonite arrow? Why?" He's like, "In case I had to fight an evil version of you." And he points yeah, exactly. it the field, <laughs> and that's it. Well, this was the right. world. Like, way to you know what, man? All that bullshit, you know? Right, right. You know what? This this was so. This is where I wish there were a lot of wishes in this when I watched it. This is where I wished Ali was at right now. I wish he was in this place right now where I always pictured he, like we talked about it last episode, he's been a, a vigilante longer than all of them. But yet, and yet, he's still quitting every year, right? I wish they would just get away with, from this nonsense of always questioning his role right. and him being freaking Batman, because he was Batman in this whole four-part. Oh, yeah, I totally was. Oh, for sure. There was no doubt. Like, he was he was Batman. He was prepared. Even he was in the part around. where they're trying on their suits, he's like, right. I'm supposed to be the the, uh, the, 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 the yes. mentor, you know? Yes. yes. Like, he's already, like, he's got a game plan. He's, you know, like, he's telling them this is what we're going to do. He's, like, when they save the building, he's basically just circling it with the, the metal you know, whatever, the carbon, whatever rope in his, you know, arrow that, you know, you assume is really uh, a strong based uh, a carbon to hold the thing around. But he's swinging around the building and the whole like it's such a Batman moment yeah. that he would do that, uh, even with Supergirl and, and, and Flash basically, they you know, doing the doing their thing, which was a it was a cool scene to do. They did. Like, I have to say, this is a much this is 10 times better than last year's crossover they seem to know how to to um choreograph the the working together of powers a lot go, better. Uh, i love oh, the, yeah. oh, go I ahead gonna say, i'll go further than that i'll say this is probably this is better writing than we've seen on arrow legends yes, yes. Or, or supergirl yes all season long yeah <laughs> i agree i doubt i mean yeah these I, characters yeah. They, they nail the core of these characters they don't spend a whole they don't spend a whole lot of time on exposition. Nope. The whole part, I mean, they, they spend all these little things kind of set. Even if you don't like, say you only watch like 
my mother-in-law only watches The Flash. Right. So she watched the crossover. I mean, she texted me a few times, who's this guy supposed to be with the, the crew cut who's a Nazi? And I explained to her that's Laura Lance's dad, blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, she was able to follow along and kind of figure out yeah. what, because they were just a little thing, you know, right. to explain each character. And not in an yeah. obtuse way that, like, slowed down the story at all. Speaking of um, the last crossover, I love the little nod to it, you know, when she's when Supergirl's fighting the Dominator and she punches it out. And says, right. You're so last year. <laughs> I thought that. Was and good. I would, I would love if they do the the next big thing for for Car- like the next big crossover would be search for Krypton hmm. to find out where the Kryptonians are in their world. Because it's very strange that there are none. That would be cool. Be, that there yeah. are none mentioned in their world, even though we have all these Earths. All of them should have one. It should have a version of her. And when he said that, like, that really makes me want to question when he said there are 53 others. Then, yeah, that means they're, you're counting this Earth. So where are they? I mean, and, there and could Garrett, be all kinds of variations, too. I mean... Right. Maybe she crashed on a planet with another planet with a red sun, never became mm-hmm. Supergirl. Maybe, you know, landed on another, you know, I mean, there were a lot of different explanations for that. But well, what I get what you're saying. Yeah. I, personally, for next crossover, I think it ought to be Secret Society of Supervillains. Well, they should do more than one. They That'd should do cool, more than yeah. one crossover, which would be great is if they do, in their world, she's not Supergirl, she's Power Girl. Oh, and the, yes. and the flash and and the flash and because there was and a J, there's a JSA on the flash right world. right there's yeah. a power girl there too that makes sense. I think that would be a great thing to like, somebody mentioned that on Reddit when I was going mm-hmm. through and looking at stuff was saying it'd be so great for them to introduce Power Girl and like, I what agree. if you get a message like you get a message from somebody saying we need help right and it's Power Girl but they don't they don't know who that is right they don't even know but she looks like. She looks almost like Kara. Find an actress that looks almost like Kara. You can't do the big boob thing too much. You got You got to calm down on that because this is going to well, be on TV, right? Wait, wait a few seasons. Um, hmm? Sorry, I was I was say, say, wait, wait a few yep. seasons, and the one that played the younger Kara last week have her play Power Girl. <laughs> no, they can't wait that long. If they're going to do this, they got to get this going. Yeah. I mean, because she could, looked just like her. <laughs> but the good thing about it, they could what they could do is. Do power her down a little bit because I know it'll be hard. Like, like how could she be on this world and not fly around and save everybody all the time? Power her down a little bit and have it where she's as strong as no stronger than Monel is in this world. Even they weaken him a lot, right? Have her her no be no more powerful than him. They can even say that there's something happened to her. Like even if they did, maybe there's a, a an alien race. Or maybe it's the Dominators or whatever from their world who is basically preemptively, because this would bring in the legends, right? They have gone preemptively, gone, they found out through time or whatever, they got a time device or whatever, and they've been catching them before. Like when she shot off to space, have it that they killed Super Superman. Like they caught him before he got to Earth and killed him. Like drained his power or something, like drained his energy or whatever. And they're draining her energy little by little, but before they're able to catch her, you know, when they save her, they don't save her before, like, half of her powers has been taken away. Well, a point I was going to make real quick, too, that we mm-hmm. saw from when uh, Gypsy and Cisco had their little, like, uh, uh, like breaching party there where they went from world to world to world, right? How different all the different Earths are. 
Yeah, I mean, they're very different. So, I mean, obviously that could explain why there aren't, isn't a super girl on each one. But yeah, that's true. I let's um let's go ahead and dive into it because we've right, got, got like four episodes to cover here. Um, the first one uh, was Supergirl. Something else I want to say about this crossover as opposed to the last. Remember how the last crossover, like, it was only, like, the last five minutes of Supergirl that tied Basically, in. right. And then, like, Legends has, like, the last, you know, like, 20 mm-hmm. minutes, and it really didn't... This was much more integrated. I watched it, you know, all at one sitting, and it right. was almost like watching a movie. It was great. I agree. Um, this episode uh, of Crisis starts with um, the villains we see. Mm-hmm. There's a black-clad figure wearing a mask and an SS armband. He takes out a group of rebels and he kills James Olsen slash Guardian. Yay! <laughs> I'm sorry. When I saw that, I was like, I saw that. I'm like, they're on the right track already. <laughs> yeah, they got rid of him real quick. They, they got rid of him like quickly. And it, it actually made sense for him to have like the little America thing on his shield, too. Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah. Of course. Of course. Um, the Nazi archer <laughs> uh, collects some sort of device that will let them reign forever. And then he gives a Heil Hitler or a Heil him salute to an evil mm-hmm. scientist, mm-hmm. and then a flying masked woman with S on her chest gives him one day to examine the device for rebel traps. So, um, again, I, I really felt like Stephen Amell and, and, and Melissa Benoist and, and um, Tom Cavanaugh really had a fun time being yeah. uh, getting to be villains. Um, we then cut to Barry fighting King Shark. Yay! Yeah, no problem. Uh, yeah, that's what we do. City. Yeah, that's what we do. Something else I wanted to say about this crossover. It didn't seem like they cheaped on the CGI. I didn't no, know. No, no. It wasn't a moment where I was like, oh, that's, that doesn't look good. I thought I'm even... calling it now, though. They're good. You prepare for a few episodes on each each show where they just sit in one place. Because <laughs> <laughs> they ain't got no more money. Just you look my, for my it. Dinner with Andre. The yeah. next few episodes, all they've done is film the table read and put that on the air. Right. <laughs> they spent some money on this. You it was must, good, though. You must travel into the past and have a staring contest. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Iris is beeping in while he's fighting King Shark about the people not RSVPing to their impending wedding. Um, then we cut to Oliver, who's fighting ninjas in Star City, of course. <laughs> and uh, they're con- you know they confirm they plan to attend. Then they cut to the legends, who are Robin Hooding it up in 1183 England. Right. And then they realize they never sent their RSVP cards. And then we cut to Karen and Alex. And then we get a little bit of a recap for maybe people who haven't been watching Supergirl, what they're going through. They're both. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, she explains that, you know, Monel's back, but he's married. To, and uh, Alex is still hurting from Maggie and stuff. So, you know, she talks her into and Alex into coming with her for the wedding. Um, I just want to say here that, you know, Alex is sing- single. Kara is now single. They're it's, not blood related. They're stepsisters. Yeah, just saying. We already, just, we already have like a weird stepbrother stepsister marriage. Let's not push <laughs> that thing, okay? Okay. I try not to think about how Iris and, and Barry grew up together as brother and sister. And then, yeah, and then, true. Uh, then we, of, of course, go for Manny Petty's with Iris and Caitlin and Felicity and sure. Kara. That was a cute scene with them, you know. Well, it gave them time to talk. Yeah, yeah. And, and plus, again, you know, the, as they're discussing, they're also kind of explaining where they're at. You know, like, Iris is like, are you and Oliver going to get married? And then uh, Felicity's like, well, maybe once the city's not being attacked, Oliver's no longer a diamond. He spent enough time with his son and still in mourning for the loss of his mother. 
boom, <laughs> caught up. All in one sentence, and right. it was like, you're caught up, and it was like, it kind of almost makes a little bit of fun at how how the storyline in Arrow is. Um, right. Oliver and Barry have their moment, and this reminds me of like the moment, they always have a moment when they've crossed over, you know what I mean? Going back mm-hmm. to the first Brave and the Bold thing that they did, you know, or Flash versus Arrow, Arrow versus Flash. I like the little moments between Greg Gustin and Steve Knight all day. They really, you know, do kind of tie this whole continuity together, if you think about it. Um, Jackson and Stein are still trying to split up Firestorm. Uh, Cisco, Harry, and Caitlin engineer Serum. They'll strip the powers away from both of them. Uh, Stein is psyched, but Jax is not. Uh, Stein tinkers with the Serum, and he, he comes up with a way to end Firestorm, but still give Jax a superpower. It's the worst, too. I know. <laughs> it's like, you can stick this stuff? But Spider-Man exists in this in this universe, <laughs> right? Spider-Man <laughs> exists in this universe, and you can like, and Terminator, yeah, and Terminator too. And he's you, a, he says, "Are you trying to turn me into Spider-Man?" But he says it in such a terrible way. He's like, "You can stick to stuff, right? But you can't run fast. You don't have good She's reflexes. Like a, you know, yeah, you don't have spectacular sticky man. <laughs> but you can <laughs> stick to stuff really well. I have incredible adhesion." Yeah, that's <laughs> that's like, yeah, before. you can climb around and watch other people fight. He's it's, no it's, longer Firestorm. He's Post-it Note. And I'm like, uh, yeah, that's basically what he, what he is. He's a Post-it Note. He's a human, human Post-it Note. Post-it Note man. Yeah. Um, this, during this time, we also get a nice uh, scene with Stein and Caitlin talking yeah. about Ronnie. We forget um, about that. I I did. I'm glad that they, they brought that back. Other. You know that they've been to friends for a long time. Yeah. yeah. And Stein vows that once he's on Firestorm, he'll be a better husband and grandfather and everything. Mm-hmm. Too old. Is, for I was going to say, yeah, exactly. There's this lethal weapon moment right there. Uh-huh. <laughs> is that, I'm like, they're going to kill him off. Well, that's I'm no going to retire. I'm going to retire. I'm getting so have, too old for this shit. Yeah. I'm going to ride away on my... Uh, what, uh, they did a spoof on The Simpsons during the Mendoza things. Yeah, I'm going to ride away on my boat called the Live Forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, they have the rehearsal dinner at Jitters, of course, because it's the only other set they have that would be big enough. <laughs> no, right. It's not Star Labs. Everybody hugs. That's a good time. Mick hits the buffet hard, and somebody's like, you know, I thought you were a wedding guy. He goes, I always like somewhere where there's an open bar. <laughs> and free yeah, Mick gives good buffet open bar. He loves that. That's no his doubt. favorite. This is when Alex meets Sarah. And I knew that was coming. Brown, trick a brown cow. Interdimensional tripping. Yeah. You know it. Because she's a whisperer. She knows when some, when a woman, when, uh, whatchamacallit, knows when someone is trying to get over a breakup. It's like she just knows. She's, I know. And like, yeah. in, every, in every timeline, she can sniff it out. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, whether it's man or woman, doesn't matter because she likes both. The, the, the best thing, though, was because when they're talking there and she's, She's assuming that she was engaged to a man, and then when she, when Alex says her, and they, the wow. camera pans back to a cut uh, of Sarah, shot is there uh, is uh, a, uh, there's that signature gleam coming yeah, from her the eye. Eyebrow like, pops up like, <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, oh, uh, yeah. It's like that's where the you could almost like caption the light bulb over her head if you wanted to. I've got an idea. Uh, Barry and Kara have a moment on the balcony where she kind of explains what's up with her and Mount Allen stuff. And um, Barry asks if Kara will sing at the ceremony. 
Which is cool, you know, we don't need a whole whole musical episode, but yeah, it's just, you fine. know, let her sing every once in a while. Fine. Joe she get, really oh. good. She's yeah, really good. She's a good singer. Well, she oh. yeah, she did that Glee show for a while. Uh, oh, Joe, she, oh, I'm sorry. I've ahead. never mm-hmm. watched Glee, so I don't know. Well, the only important thing of that is that they knew each other already. Uh, Grant, Gustin, and and her, they knew each other from because they both were on that show. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. So um, Joe gives one of his patented Joe speeches. It was pretty great, as usual. They always are. Um, And he says, it ends up with, thank you for showing me how to love again. He's going to be a daddy again and stuff. So, um, Oliver and Felicity have a moment, and, uh, he proposes to her, and she says, no, I don't want to marry you. So. Here we go with the will they or won't they drama. It was funny is how she said it. Right in front of everybody in the crowd heard it. She was like, no, I don't want to marry you. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, I thought you cared about me. He just turned into Charlie Brown at that exact moment. He just. Everybody went away. The light went on them. The spotlight. It was just it was very uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> um, we start. Uh, the next scene is the morning of the wedding. Uh, our heroes wake up in different places. You know, Barry and Iris, of course. Barry you know, leaves Iris breakfast with a little note, all cute and stuff. I like the sleepovers. I wish they, you know what yeah. I wish they could do? I wish they could have done clips for the website of the sleepover. <laughs> because that could be where you put the funny stuff in you know the extras like just have the actors just hang yeah. out for a minute like being goofy being their goofy selves because that's what they're doing you know they like to play around anyway when you see any behind the scenes stuff have it like a major sleepover and put the scenes up on the website that'll get that'll get a ton of traffic I think if they had yeah. done something like that the only one I would want to see would have been Alice and Sarah. Well, yes, for us, for us, the, and I think we could uh, see creeps. that on on browsers. I mean, yeah, <laughs> for us creeps, that's what we want to watch. Or maybe maybe Pornhub. We can, you know, they might, you know, yeah. they might have to adjust the focus a little bit. But you probably find that. Yeah, yeah, my mind went there. You know, in, inside I was thinking that, but I mean, take away the creep side, just. The uh, the other the other stuff would have been funny to watch on. And you two talk about me, jeez. We acknowledge it, but we don't stay. <laughs> Come on, we don't, that we're not happy about sir, it, sir. That is a beautiful expression of love between yeah. two people. Okay, I no, agree. Right. Oh, I okay, totally then. agree. Okay, then nothing wrong yeah. with that. Yeah. Uh, Mick has a bathrobe on. <laughs> he says, what is he, like, <laughs> you're a, he has a big bowl of cereal. He's like, oh, by the way, you're out of milk. <laughs> I, I got on one of your dresses. <laughs> uh, your your daughter was it? Your daughter frowned at me walking around in the nude. <laughs> so she no, he is the worst house guest. Which makes worse. me wonder: Does he walk around the wave rider nude? <laughs> I bet he does. I, I be bet surprised. he does. Yeah, he's only got that one one like Carhartt jumpsuit he ever wears. He don't care. <laughs> he don't give a damn. Uh, Kara floats in her sleeping bag. I thought that was cool. Yeah, and then we and then we get the uh, Alex trying to sneak away in the morning. Yeah, was... uh, against, uh, you know you, you're not going to sneak away <laughs> against a ninja, right? I mean, she knows she knows where you is. You, you you're not gonna. Um, Alex and Kara meet outside the church, and, <laughs> and Kara's like, "Where have you been?" <laughs> and then Sarah comes by and says something offhand to kind of cues Kara into what uh, she happened. She straight up says, "I hope your your butt is okay." 
Yeah, right. I heard, you fall. I heard yeah, because I heard I heard you fall on the way out. Oh, I love you, but I love when Alex says to her, Do you know what I did? And super crunch. She's like, I don't know exactly. <laughs> I don't know exactly how, how it happened. But I, but I have a good idea. I have an idea. <laughs> but what get what's so funny about it is it's like um she is so awkward because she's never really had a real life like she's always either she well, also eats, she's never also she's never had a one night stand no because she never had a real life remember she she right. had that little phase of when she was the the she lost focus of her life right. like she was aimless for a minute and she was like goth right she was a goth girl for a second right party girl goth girl for a minute and then it went from that to super overachiever because she never does anything but work like it's everything with her is is science and and well, first and, she was in the Marilyn Manson video, right? And then she was in Grey's Anatomy. Right. She died, and now oh, I miss Lexi Gray though. I do. I miss her. I love that. Anyway, her. it's a cute scene because but, she's all flustered and everything, and oh, yeah. she's kind of amused yeah. and because everyone else has done that at least once. I mean, right, it's but, not that big a deal, and she's right. just so. Oh my God! Did you know what I I had the sex with a stranger? Yes. <laughs> like that's basically what she's saying. I had the sex with a stranger. I think she says something to her like, "Oh, uh, by the way, she's an assassin or something." Right, <laughs> like, right. And oh, it's okay. Like, it's like okay, Alex. It's fine. Um, then we get the great scene of Mick coming into the church, and they say bride side or groom side. He goes, right. Well, I've tried to kill the groom a bunch of times. <laughs> right. He's sitting on the bride He's side. sitting next to the police chief. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the police chief was like, you look familiar. Do I know you? Yeah. We tried to arrest him many I times. I hate cops. I hate cops. I hate cops. <laughs> on top of the moment, there was a moment we missed, though, when they said, which I, I love that she said this. Felicity said, why the hell don't y'all have locks on the Star Labs? Like, people were just coming in. Yeah. There is like why, do, and that's a good question. Why don't you? She's yeah. one to talk. How many times have people just waltzed oh into the arrow cave? Seriously. Well, they just keep telling everybody where they are. That's their problem. Like they did have locks, they just break them, and they keep telling everybody where they are. Star Labs, they just only they. Oh, everybody knows us where Star Labs is. It's not a secret. Just put some goddamn locks on the thing. Evidently, my son is very tired. He's <laughs> <laughs> yes. fighting it very well. He's trying to fight it. Yeah. Need to do some editing. Some noise reduction in the background. Um, the ceremony begins. Carol sings. Iris and Joe come down the aisle. Barry's like, you know, starting to tear up and stuff. And uh, there's this moment where uh, Joe whispers he wishes Barry's parents were there. And Barry says, they are. Oh, my God. That was like, oh, dude, the feels. You make me cry. Got me in the feels, buddy. Oh, no. You yeah. are my daddy. You got me right in the feels. So the uh, the preacher begins. And the preacher, by the way, William Cat. Believe uh, it or not. I well, he was. Walking on it. <laughs> yeah, he was the greatest American hero. Was until, he get, until he gets vaporized. Right. <laughs> He's oh, I was so excited to see him. I was like, is there a way they could bring in the greatest American hero to this universe? Uh, no. <laughs> and then they kill him, and I'm like, uh, okay. I loved that show. Loved it. It was fun. Mm. Also a moment we glossed over I wanted to mention. The woman who brings a sparkling water to Barry. 
right before the wedding. Do you know what I'm talking about? The server. Yep. Oh, yeah. Grandchild, she, maybe? She seems very, very excited to I'm, be there. Yeah, I'm thinking Legion, because she talked about it like she had seen this in history already. Right. right. I think she, I think she's XS. From I, yeah, that's what I, I think. You're the, right. Who's like I a descendant so. of the Allens. Because they mentioned that the Legionnaires was is gonna are, are going to be a thing in Supergirl for this right. season. Well, right. some are saying it's Dawn Allen. Some are saying it's XS. I think it's XS. I think it's XS because of the Legionnaire thing. I think right. Because yeah. The focus yeah. is on these Le. Why is it that all of a sudden these Legionnaires are starting to pop up? Right. In this in this timeline. Right. Like there's yeah. something there there's gotta be something major happening that they're coming they're all coming at this point in time. I just you just Well don't and know she looks is. a lot like Iris. Like in the face and whatnot, the eyes. Yeah. Maybe. So yeah. Um I just, of course at the part of the ceremony when somebody says, Speak now or forever hold your peace because that's always when it happens at weddings. Yeah. Uh, he gets vaporized by Overgirl and says who says peace is overrated. <laughs> And again, I think I liked all the action scenes in this crossover. This one, especially, you got Barry sweeping in front to catch all the bullets. You know, Firestorm pops out of the back. Carol whips off her glasses. Uh, Cisco uh, encourages Caitlin to channel her frosty roommate. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Cool right. way to put it. Now, it does, um, I have to say, and this is all through the crossover, but. These Nazi stormtroopers are worse shots than Star Wars stormtroopers. Oh, they are. They, they are. Not only are they uh, worse shots, and they are like they can't fight at all. They are like they're ninjas though, because they come out of nowhere, right? Like all yeah. of a sudden, the room is is right is empty, and then two you don't hear anything. All of a sudden, like fifty soldiers are coming out of nowhere. Right, you would well, at least it, hear the squeak of their patent exactly. leather trench coats. Exactly. <laughs> right. Something, well, right? And, and the, but the thing that bugged me, and it really, it's just a nitpick because it didn't really bug me, I guess. But, I mean, there's this one scene in the church fight where one comes up with his gun right, I mean, he is like a, the muzzle of his gun is like a foot away from Sarah. Yeah. And he fires yeah. and somehow misses her with like four or five shots. And I'm oh, just this like, all the either, time. either Sarah has suddenly become bulletproof or this dude can't shoot. Shoot. This happened with all of them. They were they couldn't shoot Sarah. They they could. Think about it. They're wearing those face masks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like yeah. those tiny eye holes. There was a joke on the Venture Brothers about that. About yeah. the, these henchmen were like, I can't wear this costume. I can't see anything. How am I supposed to fight? I'm you you would think so, right? You they're wearing would... like 50 pounds of, of patent leather um, yeah. um, trench coat. Yeah. They're carrying it and they're wearing a face mask that gives them like limited field of view. I would it's love probably it. fogging up while the. I would love a comic character, a villain, to be smart enough to say, I'm going to, all right, I'm going to have my army, they're going to have their guns, they're going to have face masks, but in each face mask, there's a targeting device in the helmet. Right. You would think that that's what they would do, right? Because they, like, how the hell are they going to shoot people with all the shit on their face? It's, yeah. just, it's just dumb. I love the choreography of all the action scenes. Oh, it's a dance. It's it's it's, it's um, awesome. It's, then they um the Nick grabs his heat gun, says best wedding yeah. ever. Um Sarah and Alex have this scene where they both rip slits into their long skirts. So they can Yeah, they ripped them. it at the same time. <laughs> that, that was awesome. That was incredible. That was almost like a, a dream that I've had um, many times. Luckily, uh Oliver brought his formal wedding bow. <laughs> right. 
need to flex the Nasiro that's headed to Where is he getting all this money for this tech, man? Oh, T-Spheres. Right? <laughs> they're not million. I mean, they're millionaires now, but all of a sudden, right? They're millionaires now because uh, of the tech company, but... Before. You said earlier, Daryl, he's Batman. Come on. That's true. Then Batman got money. So where did he get this money from? Well, I also wonder if back to the Arrow season, is this how? What kind of effect is this whole thing going to have on the FBI ladies' investigation into Oliver and everything else? You know, because you're going to tell me that the city full of Nazis and two superpowered women fighting it out in the air and all that isn't going to draw news attention all the way back to Star City. Well, if they were smart, they would take uh, DNA or they would take that body and use it. See, I thought that. That was, I thought that was like, I wonder if this is how, if the, because then that way it could be he was an imposter. Right. I thought that. Or he could use the uh, evil Oliver's body, leave that behind and fake his own death. Oh, which I can see. Yeah, I can see him try to do that. Find that I have a big funeral for Oliver Queen, and then he's just able to work his arrow. Oh, he couldn't be Oliver Queen. I saw Oliver Queen, but I I swear, if he goes back, if they, if he does some crap where he goes, he leaves to go back to that piece of island. I'm I'm out. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I'm right there with you. If he puts himself in exile somewhere because he's sad for a minute, I'm out. I'm out. Island of sorrow. Yeah. Um. Nazi Prometheus arrives on the scene. Right. Uh, Cisco breaches uh, Oliver up. That was a cool use of like their combined powers too. I love it. So he'd come up from behind him and take him and take him down. It was great. Um, it's cool. That was awesome. Uh, Supergirl takes to the sky to fight the masked woman. Um, Supergirl gets knocked through the exterior of the church to crumple on the floor and then delivers a super clap. I thought that was cool. Yeah, that was um, awesome. And that stunned Nazi girl. Um, Nazi girl falls and she's hurt. And Nazi archer immediately leaps over the railing to help her. And then uh, afterwards, this is when Mick says, "Best wedding ever." <laughs> they all get together at uh, Star Labs. Uh, Barry promises Iris he will marry her. <laughs> Meanwhile, Cisco has a mild concussion. Stein is the first time he's ever seen Caitlin become Killer Frost. He's kind of uh, freaked out by that. And uh, Sarah and Jax uh, take Nazi Prometheus into a cell. Yeah. Um, uh, Mick announces he successfully memory wiped all the wedding guests. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone's secret identities are safe. Oh, good. Thanks, Mick. Right. Um, yeah. Kara looks around the city but didn't see any sign of her. Um, Stein, you know, makes the thing about it. Apparently they didn't know about the Yolta conference, you know. Uh, they also drop the the phrase "Make America Aryan Again." Oh yeah, they don't they don't hide <laughs> these things. They, they weren't they, yeah, they, yeah, they're not sugarcoating anything. Oh no. Um, then they're you know they're kind of marveling that the Archer man, man, uh, matched Oliver shot for shot, and then mm-hmm. Kara's opponent was her exact equal. Um, and then meanwhile, on a rooftop elsewhere in the city, uh, Nazi Ollie and Nazi Supergirl are joined by. Yobard Thon, Nazi River dun, dun, Flash. Dun, dun, dun. He's he not knows. even Nazi. He just doesn't give it to him. He just no. He just likes to help evil people. Yeah, I like. I like. He's got the little <laughs> SS lightning bolts though on his chest. <laughs> he basically yeah. should just say, "I just like to f with Barry." Yeah, pretty much. That's all it's about for him. That's it. That's all it is. Um, he yells at the duo for attacking, um, but uh, the 
but you know they they end up like bickering amongst each other and then calming down. Worst kept secret too that they right. Gang, and they right? right they removed the mask and we're supposed to be all shocked that it's all <gasps> care, but, but like, we figured that out. Yeah, no no other woman with blonde hair floating with super strength can't can't, can't be Kara. Right? Uber girl's outfit though was awesome. I mean, I oh, just yeah that That's was cool. Like I said, it's hard for me. I, I don't understand why I think evil Supergirl's hotter than like when she was evil before too. I thought she was hotter than regular. So it's just it, me, I guess. I'm into goth you, chicks. What you like those bad girls, Jim? I do. I do. Um, they take the at the very end of the episode. They take Nazi Prometheus down to the pipeline, and they take off his mask, and it's Tommy Merlin of Earth-X. Bum, bum, Who's bum, Tommy? Bum. Who's Tommy? Well, that's what they were asking. Who's Tom? Right. And then uh, Arrow said, uh, yeah, he's, like, he's my best friend. Yeah, you have to get that. He's his other brother. Mm-hmm. So, part two. Uh, we get the, you know, we are dealing with the reveal that Prometheus is Tommy Merlin. Mm-hmm. Um, for, a thought, for a minute, I thought it might be Roy. That would have been cool. Yeah, but it was cool to see see this actor back in, even though he's on yeah. Doctor Man, he's on Doctor Man's or whatever. Yeah, I don't think Roy is ever coming back. Uh, Oliver no has talk about it. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if he will or not either. Was there uh, bad Oliver... blood or something with the actor? I don't know. There was a look. It was a little passive aggressive response at one time. Oh, okay. With with him, but he's acting again. Like remember, there was a time yeah. where he was like he had issues acting, but he's acting again. He got a show. Yeah, he's in that. Well, and he's in that new um, movie on Netflix, The Babysitter. Actually, right, right. He's he's act. Yeah, so he's acting on a regular so basis. He's working, you know. Yeah. Um, Oliver and Tommy have a moment. Uh, Oliver tries to reach him because you know he looks just like his Tommy, but mm-hmm. this isn't the Tommy that Oliver knew. No. And plus, I, this is when uh, what you call it from uh, Dick Wolf calls and says. All right, buddy, you're on contract. So go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can't have him for more than two days on your set. No, no, you got to go. Dr. Man. Got to go. Sorry, my wife just brought me half a steak, Hoagie. I had to have a bite. Oh, I ain't turning. I stopped the show for that. Hell yeah. Okay. So, so he tries to deal with Tommy on a person-to-person basis, and Tommy kind of plays him along for a minute. <laughs> he totally plays him. Oh, and then, and then realizes, and then Tommy's like, "Oh no, you don't understand. Yeah. Uh, this this Fuhrer is coming for you. I'm 100 percent for 12. Yeah. Uh, you know, and he's going to kill all of you, and all your friends are going to die real bad." Good I'm question. with Tommy. I'm like, I wish you would stop falling for the same crap. You you went through this exactly. stuff already, right? Why do yeah. you keep falling for the same you know thing every time they get really sad? They go, "Oh, okay, I see. He's an idiot. So let me play it off like I'm." I'm I, uh, <laughs> I just had a tragic life, and he'll save me, right? Well, that's what I was going to ask you, too, the question of, do you think mm-hmm. Oliver has finally learned that you can't find the good in anybody? In, in Not everybody? in the doppelganger. <laughs> exactly. The whole point I mean, of the doppelganger is that they are the opposite. Yep. And, I mean, he literally kills himself later. So yeah. Spoiler for the last episode. But. Yeah. Like, you, you cannot... We went through this already with... Uh, you would think they would learn from... The whole thing was Black Canary, but right. no, but no, no, I guess not. Um, Felicity and Oliver have a moment, and um, then Felicity later confides to Iris that she's worried about getting married because about the last time they got engaged. Yeah, people be keep trying to kill us, right? And 
I, I've never been a fan of Felicity. I always thought they worked better as friends. I thought so too. So, well, yeah. I I agree because I know who she belongs with, but that's just I'm, yeah. Okay, we got okay. Mm. All right, gotcha. <laughs> Look, I'm. I, I haven't even mentioned they didn't have Lena Luthor in this crossover, okay? So They didn't have um, uh, Elongated Man either. I was really kind of disappointed there wasn't at least a little Budget, cameo. Bro. Budget, yeah. bro. Yeah. <laughs> you can't just do all that. Uh, then we get a moment with Jackson Stein. Uh, Stein thinks that Jax is mad because he's going to lose his powers, but Jax is like, he's, he's like, no, you don't understand, Gray. You know, you're the only father figure I ever had. I don't want to lose you. Um, but... Unfortunately, duty calls. Felicity and Iris receive an alert that the Nazis are attacking some corporation. So Flash, Green Arrow, and Supergirl head out to confront their doppelgangers. <gasps> and uh, this is... Uh, it turns out that... This is also when we found out that Oliver X and Kara X are married. And uh, I like the part where Supergirl goes, Ew! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she says, no offense, no but offense. Ew! Hell. Hell. <laughs> And uh, the reverse flash is actually Earth One EO Barthon. He decided to dress as Dr. Wells uh, just, you know, for shits and giggles. To, to mess with Barry, pretty much. Yeah. As opposed to his regular form, you know. And uh, how is Thon alive? Because time travel. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's all the explanation we get, and I'm That's fine it. with that. <laughs> I'm That's good. It. If they'd gone any deeper, I would have gotten a headache, and I'm glad. So. <laughs> um. Oliver surprises everyone, especially Kara, by whipping out a kryptonite arrow and shooting it at Kara X. Um, reminding us once again, he really is Batman. Right. We get the line, you know, why do you have a kryptonite arrow? In case I had to deal with it, with you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <Totally>. Perfect. <laughs> and see, it happened. This is probably, for me, it was a good fight, but this is like probably one of the weakest um, because they do the thing where they... Uh, they grab this prism that they were here for, the MacGuffin or whatever. All right. And to to they do the thing all villains do. They place civilians in jeopardy so they can make their getaway. And yep. they do so. And it was a cool scene. You have uh, Supergirl holding up the girders while Arrow is shooting, like like you said earlier, his like high fart carbon fiber. And Flash is getting everybody off of there. It was yeah. classic superheroing. It looked good. Um, Caitlin, Harry, and Stein try to track down the Earth Xers using Kara-X's blood, and they realized that through her blood sample that it's putting off way more solar radiation than uh, our Kara's is. Right. Mick drinks and seems a little turned on by the fact Caitlin can turn to Killer Frost. <laughs> how do you turn? Yeah, he's, he's kind of into that. I want to yeah. know how you turn into the other woman. I don't, I don't blame him with that. Yeah, she's like, I'm when I'm scared, or it was. It, I swear, it made me think of Avengers, though. It's when I'm scared or angry, and he's like, boo. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't work. No. Uh, Barry and Iris go to the time vault and talk about Thong's return, and Barry's kind of shaken, you know, and then you know, he's like, man, we're never gonna do this. And then I'll take care of him. And then Oliver comes in and talks to him about how he feels that Felicity is, uh, doesn't love him or whatever. And as he's talking to her about that, Felicity is standing right behind him. All right. Oh, another, <laughs> another thing that's stupid, too. Uh, this time vault. Why do you not change it so that only certain people can open it? Yeah, at least put a combination lock on it. That's what I'm saying. It's still, it's still available. It's still easily opened by all of them. Oliver got in there. 
uh, at least make it so what you call it can't get in there. Um, right. Uh, Thrawn, at least do it uh, for that. That was the first place he looked for him, though, later. Yeah, that's what he uh, built pretty... the place. Like, he thought about it. He was like, oh, yeah, I, that's where they are. I mean, why not? If that's supposed to be your bunker when things go bad because they used it last season, bunkers have locks and stuff to make sure that you can't, that everybody can use it. So why I don't understand why they don't change. It's not that hard. You know, Cisco can do it. So just, just have them change the locks. The, um, the Super Friends bring along White Canary, Alex, and Firestorm with them. They fly out to fight the Earth Xers. And this yeah, is another, yeah. great, another great fight sequence. Really well done. You know, you got Firestorm weaving in and out. You got Canary and Alex kicking Nazi Bud. You got the Flashes going up against each other, moving through all the action. Again, I mean, the choreography of all the action scenes in this right. has really impressed me. Even though I'm tired of Firestorm just throwing fire bubbles. Right. Like, I wish they, I know there's nothing else they could do about it, but I wish they would do something different with his power. He hasn't transmuted anything since, like, the first season. I no, no. It's, um, it's just fly around, throw a ball, fly around, throw a ball. He's like the human torch. Yeah, and then get hit with something and we split. Like, that's yeah. kind of the dance with him. Is that. Right. Um, meanwhile, Oliver X attacks Star Labs. And takes out Rory because he was the only one that stayed behind. Wait, <laughs> wait, not attack, just walk in. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't even well, an attack. Rory, Rory uh, uh, was looking for mustard. Yeah. There, <laughs> there's like fine. no, like there really is no locks in this place because he straight up just walks in the front door. Mm-hmm. Slowly. Maybe we could all chip in and get them an Alexa for Christmas. I, I swear to God we should. Because there are bigger locks on lunchboxes than there is on this place. That your enemy can just walk through the front door. Your enemy without powers. Like that. Right. It, oh my god, it just drives me nuts. He's <laughs> Batman. He's Batman, dude. I know, but j- Batman at least ha- at least test him. I mean, at least have him have to do something to get in. He could have walked in. He could have closed his eyes and got into that place. Honestly, though, if they did have a uh, if they did have a voice print thing, he could have used Oliver's voice. He's probably he programmed in the system. At so. least give me that, though. At yeah, least really try. It. Yeah. Here, let me help you with your script, Mister. Right. Earth X Metallo pops out. That was the Earth X version because the one on in Supergirl, if you remember, was much more human looking. Right. Right. Um, right. The bad guys are able to overpower and capture the super friends, but they don't kill them because they need them. Uh, Oliver X reveals they traveled to Earth not only to conquer it, but to capture Supergirl because they need to transplant her heart into Kara X's body, which is slowly dying from having absorbed too much solar radiation. Oh, no. Now, Straight out all-star Superman. Is that what you're going to say? <laughs> no, well, yeah, you're right. But um, I was going to say... I wonder if she actually did fly too close to the sun, or I'm wondering if from fighting uh, the ray, because he he puts off, you know, that type of light and everything. So I'm I'm wondering if constant fighting him caused her to. Well, over- she said too close. She said I flew too yeah. close to the sun. So I was, a- like the easiest way to think of it is maybe she's chasing another one of the heroes that she's chasing or maybe even the ray she's chasing the ray and he flies 
you know, close or something. Or know. an alternate theory could be that maybe she wanted more uh, more power. Right. She thought True. she wanted yeah. to power herself yeah. up more and more and more. So she knew that her powers came from the, uh, the yellow sun. Right. So she flew to the yellow sun and then ended up being impatient it. because, she, yes. you know, she didn't test it first. That would be within her character. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Speaking of the Ray, I was very happy to see that character. So uh, there was a four-issue mini that came out about four or five years ago of the Ray, and I absolutely loved it. And what, I'm just happy to see that character. I, I hope we'll get remembers, more of them. I don't know if anybody remembers Christopher Priest, uh, like back in the day, wrote the Ray, a really good series. Yeah, I bought that run. Mm-hmm. Me too. The only run I've read was that four-issue mini that Jimmy Palmiotti did, him and Justin yeah. Gray, like I four or five that years too. ago. It was yeah, good. I read that too. I think one of the reasons I, I one of the reasons I really like this Earth X crossover is because one of my favorite comics back in the day was Freedom Fighters, right? Uh, nice. Which took place on Earth X, you mm. know, with and it had the Ray and the Black Condor and uh, let's see, Phantom Lady, Uncle Sam, the Human Bomb, and Doll Man. Yeah. Um, I always anyway. got a kick out of that, but yeah. Yeah, it was always a good comic, and it was cool to see them use this idea, too. Mm-hmm. But they wanted to use, the prism they stole, they wanted to use to create an artificial red sun that's going to weaken Karen and allow them to remove her heart. Um, they literally came there. They, uh, they're they not, you know, the only reason they, they said they came there was to save Karen's life. But they might as well take over the planet while we're here. Right, right. Well, the, the, the main thing was supposed to be take over the planet, but the side of that it was right. to get the heart. So now that they've explained their entire plan to them, yeah, pretty much, they dropped them off in an internment camp on Earth X because they couldn't kill them. They had to send them all first before they killed them. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I did like the oh, there was a scene where um, Reverse Flash tells Oliver X you need to be ten percent less brooding. Right. <laughs> <laughs> And also Harry referring to himself as an idiot when he hears his doppelganger is working with the Earth Xers. That was good. Uh, and then when they get to the internment camp, Stein says, this is somewhat disconcerting. So. Of course. Uh, then we move on to episode three. There we go. Willkommen uh, and Benvenue. Uh, episode three picks up on uh, right on Earth X with them in a... Uh, Days of Future Past type uh, you know, concentration camp. And we actually learn a little bit of history with the pink triangle and the stars. Those mm-hmm. were actually in yep. uh, concentration camps to denote, you know, LGBT or Jewish uh, people. Right. And uh, it, was, it was, in fact, you know, Jax asked the guy, he goes, pink triangle, what are you in here for? He goes, falling in love with the wrong person. And so Alex later. and Sarah give each other that glance. Right, and then we learn uh, we learn that this is the Ray, you know. Yeah, they don't pull no punches with the social commentary at all. No, like nope, they, no. they they throw it out there. Well, this is also the scene where we get Quentin Lance, mm-hmm. the Commandant, coming in. Oh and man, he, he was so into it. <laughs> just uh, way, I bet he way walked into... around like doing the stupid, you know, marches that they would do on the Hogan's and stuff, and. I bet he. I bet they joked. They did a. I bet they did a bunch of because he's an older dude too. So I bet they did a bunch of happy, you know, Hogan's heroes jokes. Yeah, I know nothing. No one escapes from Solid Thirteen. Because <laughs> you can um, almost see it. You can almost but, like hear it and see it. But Lance confronts Sarah. Yeah, and he says he killed his own daughter for being bisexual. Mm-hmm. 
and then he discovers that this Sarah, who he describes as Nordic perfection. Yeah, he said, I ended her dirty t- uh, line, her, her unclean... Yeah, my, family, I, my family line. Yeah, unclean my family, family line. Yeah. So she finds out, he finds, you know, Sarah's like, I like women and I like men. You know, he finds out she's the same way. Fine. So Quentin next rounds up the super friends. They march him out to a firing squad. Mm-hmm. They try to make an escape, but it turns out they have inhibitor collars on him. You know, kind of out of, uh, you know, running man or whatever. And, um... They, you know, they turn around for a, uh, the firing squad. They're just about to and are saved by Citizen Cold. Uh, the heroic Earth-X doppelganger, first to be called Leo Snart. And, uh, again, Wentworth Miller is always a welcome addition to this cast. To Absolutely. Me. I think yep. it's awesome. Leo removes Ray's collar, and then the Ray pops up, flies, and that takes out the cool. guard with power beams. That was an awesome, awesome thing. Um, I also like the way they didn't have to go into like an origin thing or exposition about how he got his powers. It's just yeah. Like, okay. He has his powers. You know? Yep. I'm a meta. We ain't got to talk about it anymore. Yeah. That's we ain't it. got time for that shit. We got a story to get to. That's right. <laughs> uh, Ray and Leo take the super friends to Earth Star Labs where they meet Win, or I have to say general shot. Or, <laughs> or I say asshole Win Cause yeah, he, I sure was an asshole. asshole Wynn. Yeah. He was a total jerk. It's so funny. For him to play so against type, it was great. But he's the leader of the resistance. Um, with the Fuhrer on Earth-1, this general wants to end the war by destroying the multiverse gateway and stranding him over there. But that's the only way the super friends can get back to their Earth. Um, so they plead with him. Um, Which, I mean, them, our heroes, they're not from this Earth. Screw you, dude. I don't have to listen to you and just go do what they're going to do. I mean, I thought they were being a little too cordial of pleading with them and be like, look, if you think you're going to do that, great, but we're not going to let that happen. We're going you back. You knew they were going to go anyway. It's just a yeah. they didn't want the, they wanted, didn't, you don't want to have to fight on both. No, I get that. I'm parts. just saying, I mean, I, is, is I would have had a big middle finger in Wynn's face and just would have did what I was going to do. Nah, I wouldn't argue with him. I'd just go do it anyway. You just, yeah. you just, you just uh, don't argue. I mean, to, you don't want to telegraph that you're gonna defy orders, and then you have to fight this dude too, which right. is the right. resistance. Uh, after Alex pleads with them, doesn't work. Yeah. Leo, go, Leo goes to talk to Shot, and then comes back and tells Ray that he's gonna, they're gonna, he's gonna. Give well, Leo, yeah, there was a nice moment with um, Snark, right? Yeah, with Snark to Ray because Ray was just gonna be like, I'm a, I'm a soldier. I follow orders, and right. and Snark was like, you know, Snark was like, God damn it, man, <laughs> you know, like you you don't just follow orders. They're you know they're not even supposed to be here. You know, like he gave a a, a really you know a, a really well, an emotional plea to to him, and then they got that moment where you got to see that they were. They were in a, a, a good relationship. They've been together for a while too. So you can tell that. by the way they were talking to each other, they'd been you know, together for a while. Right. And right. Plus, I mean, we find out also that Ray is from Earth One. Yeah, that's the other bit of news that I thought. I thought that he was going to wind up going back with them to find out his origins. I did too, but that's not what, what no, happened. No, would happen. I was hoping that he would join Legends. That's what I, I thought. I, I really like the Ray character. I really do. But see, I thought when they mentioned the animated, which you, if you uh, if you want to see his some more of him, um, he's on the CW The Seed. 
uh, there's an animated uh, shorts of of right. Ray. If you want, like to they catch did, that. like they did with, like, just like they did with Vixen, right? Which is in continuity with the shows. So mm-hmm. if you want to watch that, you can watch that. It's pretty good too. I, I saw, I saw it, but I just thought that that was the lead up where you like Vixen. She wound up joining the show, you know, joining the Legends. I thought that they were going to do the same thing with him, but I maybe later. I guess he'll be back later, maybe. Well, Snart stayed behind, so right. maybe. So as long as you have Snart, right. you have you know, that's yeah. Yeah, and, and Snart also says that he you know he will come back for him. Right, right. He won't, he won't be right. in F one forever. Right. So. Anyway, um, so the Super Friends have sixty minutes to get into the facility. Disable the metahuman dampeners, okay. defeat the guards, and return to Earth. And make it look sexy. And make it look sexy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, back on Earth <coughs> 1, T- Team Arrow, Cisco, Harry, and Caitlin are all in the pipeline. Mm-hmm. Um, Felicity and Iris are doing a diehard up in the ventilation system. Right. But they decide to be pretty badass and take out the soldiers guarding the pipeline. Uh, unfortunately, the, the door is broken. And they can't open it. All right, and it was so funny how the, they they did the move of you you shoot them with the pipe, the gas, the the steam pipe, which freezes them for a second. It was almost like the the soldiers gave the guns to them. Like you know, right. I don't care. Just take it. I don't I don't want to do this anymore. They don't pay me enough. For this. Yeah, they don't pay me enough for this shit. I can't even see out these goddamn things. Just take the gun. <laughs> just leave me alone. Just hit me in the face and I'll fall down. Just just let me lay down for a while. Uh, while Eobard is waiting for Kara's cells to become saturated with the red sun uh, radiation so they can cut into her, Kara and Kara have a little tet- a tet here. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, Kara's you know, struggling with her humanity, of course. And then she's looking at someone who has just ignored her humanity. And this is a scene that you referred to, Daryl, before that, you know, she probably had to take it several times to be taken seriously. Oh, my God. Before. It was so it was so funny. Like, it, it was good, though. Yeah. I am the evil version of Kara. But, I mean, her point of view is, is you know, easy. I mean, it's, it's easy to see. You know what I mean? She's their ideal perfection, you know. I mean, in one way, you could take the metaphor of Supergirl as being the ultimate immigrant, right. it's like Superman, you know, which they have who comes, come, yeah, come from somewhere else mm-hmm. and, and and becomes integrated. And the then, CBS uh, version that, that first uh, season of, uh, when it was on CBS, the first season, it was heavily hit home how right. it's an immigrant. You well, know, remember that the, the, all the, the black yeah. the black aliens, yeah, the, man, the, they, the spiritual or whatever. Yeah, they did. They did the mental. They did the telepathic uh, spiritual. But it was so much about immigration. Like they kind of got away from that now. Um, but it was been so much about immigration in that first season. But anyway, you know, and on the other side, it's like you know, here she is, blonde-haired, blue-eyed, mm-hmm. very much the Aryan ideal. So you know, it's both sides of the coin. Yeah. Uh, Felicity and Iris use the computer in the time vault to disable the power in Star Labs. I know. Oh, but one thing about them that's that's uh, unique, uniquely alike, is they both fall in love with assholes. <laughs> Just say it. Yeah. Well, I guess you're right. You're right. <laughs> um, it, it shuts off the red sunlight lamp that's weakening Kara, and in the confusion, they wake up Kara and try to escape, but they get stopped by Metallo. Damn it! And, they almost did it. They almost yeah, got it. Returns them to Oliver X and Neobard. And uh, Eobard threatens to kill Felicity with his vibrating hand of death. He loves doing that vibrating hand of death, doesn't he? 
he does, unless she decrypts the system and turns the power back on. All right. Um, Kara begs Felicity to give him the code because unlike Kara, actually doesn't want anyone to die for yeah. her. So Felicity no one dies for me. Um, on Earth X, Oliver impersonates the Fuhrer in order to, re- to infiltrate the base, and he discovers the secret weapon is that the Earth Xers have built their own Wave Rider. Oh, a Nazi Wave Rider. I have <laughs> no, I have no good explanation how they were able to do that, where uh, they came from. I don't even a, know how they. Is got there a Nazi boots? Rip Hunter somewhere? I know. I don't know. How did they get those boots onto the Wave Rider ship? Like they just stuck it right on the back of them. It was. Oh, who did the paint job for the way right? It was great. Right. <laughs> um, Oliver orders Quentin X to send the way right through the portal, but Quentin X smells something fishy. Yes. And tests Oliver by handing him a gun and inviting him to... Always check, check if it's loaded. That is the... Like... Yeah. When they give you a gun, you just look for it. You, and you do it nonchalantly, like you just check it. You're loading it. Well, what like, he wants him to do is shoot Felicity's right. doppelganger. But always check Who, and see if he's in prison for being Jewish. Yeah, always check and see if it has bullets in it. He turns the gun on Quentin, but it's empty, of course. And the fighting begins. I didn't even recognize Felicity in that. And she didn't even look like herself. Not really. Well, I mean, it was a regular her, uh, natural hair color and stuff. I know, but it looks so different. Like, they, they took off that and, and, and the makeup and the glasses. It just, she looks so, I almost didn't know. I thought, damn, it's weird. Wouldn't they just use Felicity? Why would they use somebody else? You know, if he's trying to, I knew that he was trying to trick him. So I'm like, why would, wouldn't they just use Felicity like doppelganger instead of using some other woman? I thought that, that maybe Felicity. she was something else. And I, then I had to, I really looked at it. I was like, oh shit, that is Felicity. Oh my gosh. Brunette what Felicity. I want to know, what I want to know is how they know that the Felicity of that world was his. You know, girlfriend on the other earth. Because they said they've been watching them, remember? Oh, right, okay. Um, Green Arrow, White Canary, Citizen Cold, Alex, and Firestorm take on the forces guarding the gateway. Frost, Frost, Killer Frost, Ice Bridges were great. Dude, right out of Iceman in the comics, it right? sure was. <laughs> it was awesome. I love Frost through this whole crossover. I it was better. Was so her, good. Her ice powers awesome. were better than the movie Iceman way of using his powers like the, they didn't use her he barely used the uh the ice bridges and stuff in the in the in the movies you know she was all over him in this yeah it's yeah, good cool. you know for the cgi on the show it looked good. good it looked good yeah i agree the only cgi i think could have been a little bit better but i'm not complaining is metallo other than that that's expensive you can't it ain't yeah and, and that and that's why i said fine. i i'm fine with it but it yeah. was the only one that was you could tell a little bit. It, it didn't look that much worse than that the bad Terminator movie, the last bad Terminator movie. Huh. Oh, yes, you got a point there. It very much looked like the Metallo that John Byrne did. Yeah, it did. did Superman. Totally looked like that. Yeah. Metallo. Um, meanwhile, the Flash and the Ray have to stop the Red Tornado because General Shot sent him that to the facility was the anyway. only thing that surprised me about this this crossover thing and it and it was such a happy surprise because I like Red Tornado and they fixed him. They did it they better. They did it right. They did it right this they time. They did I thought. it so right. Like I to the point where I'm like, God damn it, I want Red Tornado on the TV show. Yep. Like just too. every now and then. He didn't have to be and I don't want him to be a robot. I want him to be more like an atomic he's he's like a cyborg uh, uh, an atomic uh 
Pre- personality. He's not like he's an not, android. He's his own thing. He has his own uh, engrams implanted on on the uh, right on the android. That's what he's supposed to be. Right. Um, it was it was a great sequence. They're um, they're chasing uh, the two of them trying to you know Ray and Flash never having worked together before. Yeah, chase down a red tornado. I, I, they even I, had the 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 part the the I'm sorry, Daryl. Okay. The de- but since we're talking about red de- tornado, uh-huh. the detail I liked the best, and it was just a tiny little thing that probably maybe nobody noticed. The bottom half below his waist was spinning. Was it? Yeah. spinning. Yeah. It was a tornado. That's what that I mean. That is the way it's supposed to be. Okay? That's what <laughs> I mean. Yep. He is a character that I want in comic. Like I even met. I even uh, I, I tweeted uh, Tom. I'm like, I want you to do what you did for Vision in the comics. I want you to do that for Red Tornado for for DC. I would love to see an, a, a, a strong miniseries bringing tor- Red Tornado back into the universe. Yep. He's such a. He's a character nobody likes to use too much but he's just one that i always liked there's just something about him that i always liked the design it's such a throwback but i always like that design of, of red tornado by the way does red tornado and the ray do they have super speed when they fly they red can well like a because i'm just saying so. barry was having a hard time catching up to him and the ray was flying right along with barry well the ray flies at, at light speed i mean he can right. go okay. into light like okay. speed turns into energy so that's his thing uh red tornado i don't know how fast he is but i mean if he's he's almost to the point of being an elemental when they did yeah. say he was an elemental at one time but i mean he he's pushed by by tornadoes i mean tornadoes are strong as hell yeah i didn't i didn't I have any problem with that at all i didn't have a problem i just was curious i just liked um, how they did the action sequences too like oh yeah yeah well choreographed for yeah sure. throughout sure. it looked great the, here's the stupid decision of the entire thing ready uh jackson stein decide they need to separate yeah so jackson I'm... hotwire the power cell while stein turns on the gateway what i mean you could as have soon done as they did that i'm like okay they're stein that's, you that's know? how i knew the moment was coming but i'm like you could have hotwired the thing as firestorm really quick or you could stay combined blow up the jeep then go off and hot wire and then turn the yep the thing. Like, why do that when you know the Jeep is coming? Just blow up the Jeep first. You yeah. got flame powers at least. I mean, you got that at least. You got flame power. Because, Just blow it up. Because, because the contract is up. Because the contract <laughs> is up. <exactly. laughs> it's like you can almost up, hear him say, Jackson, contract's ready. It's time. Uh, I got two more days on set, buddy. Got to get shot. I got to get shot. Yeah. Um, Jax is pinned down by gunfire, gunfire. Stein gets shot as he runs toward the level. Like yeah, the, yeah. Lever, no, no. Which he did. Which he did pull. Yeah, he did. Um, so he had that heroic moment, and that's how you know he's really gonna die. That heroic moment. I'm gonna get shot twice. So, I, so Eobard. All right, a couple of tidbits I, I mixed there. Um, Harry bouncing the ball in the pipeline, driving Cisco crazy. Right. That was hilarious. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. Um, oh, the bit where Eobard and Kara are talking, and, and Kara's like, "My cousin will come fight you or come find me." And uh, Eobard says, "Fun tidbit: I fought your cousin in the future. He is pretty fast. I'm faster." Yeah. I was just like, my jaw dropped on that one. My jaw dropped too. I'm like, damn, this Superman like, is. How does he? How, <laughs> is it, what? The super, you ain't killing Superman. Earth, you ain't. Yeah, so, what? 
What? Are you killing Superman? I was just like, well, he could be lying, though. He could be lying. Oh yeah, but still, I mean, the possibilities are pretty intriguing if you think about it. Right. Yeah. Okay, so the final episode. Um, They are able to get uh, Stein out of there by Jax combining with him. They make it all back to Earth One in the cold open. Uh, thanks to Stein, the breach opens, destroying the Nazis, closing in on the team. Reminding me of uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark there for a second, watching the Nazis explode. That was cool. All right. Uh, Barry and Ray take out um, Red Tornado just in time. And, of course, and Jack saves Stein, Stein for the time being by merging with him. All right. uh, they, go, they go back to Star Labs and everything, and everything's falling apart. Um the my favorite Ebony and Ivory team now of Felicity and Iris have <laughs> tried have tried their best to save Kara, but now Supergirl's about to go under the knife. Um, Eobard can't help just being a little more creepy before diving in. Always, I love the sound of metal slicing through bone. Mm-hmm. But I, but as the knife comes to her heart, something stops him. He can't get it to work, and that something turns out to be dun dun dun. The Atom. Yeah, that. The rest of the legends. Arriving just in time to save the day. Look at how competent they were, man. I was going to say, for once, Ray Palmer is awesome. I mean, yeah. again, I mean, this is like back first time he appeared in Arrow. Arrow awesome. This is Arrow Ray. time, yeah. Yeah. He, he was so good back then in Arrow time. And now it's like, yeah, he, he's actually, he actually, he's good. He uses powers in the in a way that they worked. He didn't get knocked out for nothing, like, you know, every five minutes. Even more surprising to me, Mr. Terrific actually did some shit. He sure did. And he took time to unfurl. Yeah, he kicked some Nazi butt. He threw the the T-Spears around. He, you know, he did his little jokey joke. He did his little jokey joke, too, but not too much. It was just, yeah. Now, Haas didn't really do much. He had a few action scenes. A few. Yeah. Yeah. Haas just did some, he he did his gun work, his gung fu, you know, like, you know, kicking him, knocking the gun around and, right. you know, doing his thing. I I do miss the old suit, though. Yeah. The new suit. It's too awesome. clean. It's too clean. Yeah, no, it's not doing it for me. Um, together, they destroy Metallo until Evil Arrow shows up threatening Felicity's life. I like how, no. I like how uh, Oliver, when they say he's too good, I'm like, nah, son, Oliver ain't too good. Uh, our, our Oliver kills too. And then the Oliver's threatened, uh, forced to threaten over. That's right. That's a Batman yeah. moment too, where I know where it hurts you totally. too. Yep. You know where it hurts me, I know where it hurt you. Uh, the pair the pair of standoff until Eobard rushes in and removes Team Nazi. Yeah. And then Oliver and Felicity have a moment and apologize for leaving things weird like they did. Yes. Um, the Nazis start moving into Central City. The entire team retreats to the Wave Rider to make a new plan. Uh, Karen and Alex reunite, Barry and Iris reunite, uh, but the most fun reunion is Mick and Leo Snart. Yeah. Because Mick at first thinks he's another hallucination and right. smacks himself in the head. <laughs> my drunk, my and and, then, oh, my and then Leo explains to him how the Mick of Earth X died. Right. Saving policemen. Oh, he got so mad. Building he got <laughs> so mad. Mick is so bad at him for saying that. It's <laughs> great. He's like, I, um, I, I save Gideon, it Yeah, Gideon's trying to save Stein's life. Uh, Caitlin's watching over him, and uh, she admits uh, to Ray and Nate that if Stein, Stein should be dead by now, the only thing keeping him alive is his connection to Jax. And when the two, excuse me, the two of them wake up alone, Stein realizes 
this and calls Jacks over to say goodbye. Yeah, he's like, he plays Zero one more time. He tells Jax to bring him Cisco Serum, uh, the one that will help them separate safely so they can separate and Stein can die. Um, Let me die, Jax. So here's, we get, here we get Jax trying to act. Yes. And, but Stein really, I mean, he really does act well. Uh, I mean, oh, he's yeah. Pro, he's a good actor. Yeah, thank you, Jefferson, for the adventure of a lifetime. And yeah. Say, you know, tell Clarissa and Lily I love them. And then he, uh, you know, he takes the serum and passes away. Um, everyone has a brief moment of mourning. Uh, Sarah kisses Stein's forehead. Iris breaks the news to Barry. Amaya, Zayt, and, and Z- Nate and Zari comfort Ray, who looks at a photo of himself with Stein from the right. Wild West adventure. All right. And we even get a cool shot of Cisco and Caitlin staying together. Um, we always forget what good friends they are, too. Yeah, they're homies, man. They've been, yeah, they've been, they've totally been, they've been, they've been through some shit, man. Yeah, they've been through, they've seen some shit. Yeah. Uh, soon enough, the team figures out what's going on with the Earth Exers. Uh, the Ray and Mr. Terrific figure out that Overgirl's radiation is going to turn her into a supernova eventually that'll destroy the planet and that she's vanished because they're aboard a Nazi wave rider. Again, I'm not even going to try to explain the Nazi yeah. writer. Yeah. I'm just, <laughs> just going to nod and move on. <laughs> Anybody ask me, I'm just going to say because Nazi wave writer. Just because. <laughs> because Nazis. Uh, because wave rider. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Oliver figures that they'll use Overgirl to threaten. Why don't we see Nazi Rip Hunter? Okay, I'm sorry. Do you uh, really Oliver want fig- him in this show? Are we no, sure that, that our Rip Hunter isn't Nazi <laughs> Rip Hunter? <laughs> That would explain the Nazi wave rider better to me. I, it would, but do you really want that actor in this in this fourth uh, no, 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 not especially. Okay. Uh, Oliver figures that they'll use Overgirl to threaten Earth One and force them to surrender, and he's right. Uh, Evil Arrow offers to leave the Earth alone if they turn over Supergirl, but uh, Oliver Oliver shuts him down by saying a really cool line. He's like. It's another difference between me and you. I don't sell out my friends. What? And, tra- and transmission. I was like, yeah, that's another Batman moment. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ray adds that they can't bring Stein back, but they can't protect his home from these, not these damn Nazis. And protect his family. Yep. Now, the little uh, round robin of them all nodding at each other when it's for the professor. Mm-hmm. Caitlin, who at this point is Frost, Killer Frost, actually smiles and nods, which I thought, well, would Frost have smiled and nodded? That didn't, but, you know, whatever. No, Frost, they, they're blending it now. It's like she's the Hulk now. Like, you know, after she's the Hulk in the Avengers movies now. She's kind of, like, Frost is coming around to liking them now. You well, can tell they're doing that with, with her. Good, because uh, <laughs> I, like, I like it that way. It just, I was like, eh, it seemed a little... Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. silly because it, it's actually pretty ridiculous that it's two different people when she uses their meta powers. When no one else goes through that, when they use their meta powers, right? I would say though, I like I like the way Killer Frost does. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, basically, um, it's just her letting her inhibitions go. I mean, that, that's right. probably what it is. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, the team lands in Central City. They face down Arrow, Evil Arrow and his Nazis, and we get the uh, finally get the crossover slow mo shot we've been waiting for. Of all I know, but as the they, but as they slow mo, you can make jokes about how everyone's getting shot up as they have to make their entrance with the slow mo walk. Right, right. It's like come on, like I'm getting shot oh, yeah. at people. I don't have time for the the, the slow mo walk. 
even though okay, it was cool as hell. Okay, okay, Mr. Realism. It was cool as hell, but god dang it. My house it's like with the Supergirl it. poses before. You know, Nazis are running rampant, but Supergirl's got to have that pose, dude, because, <laughs> because Supergirl. Imagine you're the one that gets mm-hmm. shot in the arm. I got shot in the arm because you did a Superman pose. <laughs> <laughs> god dang it. That's, that's the comic book you should write. Right. I would do that. I would shot, probably write that. Shot in the arm guy. God damn it. Um, no, I'd be the one break. going, uh, excuse me, excuse me, and they all stop and look at me, and they stop moving in slow motion. What's the point of the slow motion shit you're doing right now? You see me getting shot at over here? We got uh, some really cool small moments in the chaos. We got Sarah and Alex fighting side by side. Oh, looking yeah. badass as all hell. Oh, hot. Um, Mr. Terrific throws one of his T-spheres, and the atom is on it. And it's a cool combo. That was cool. That That was awesome. Special. Yeah, yeah. Um, Felicity, Iris, Harry, and Cisco help Killer Frost Frozone her way Uh, on board the Nazi Wave Rider uh, with the Mayan Zari to destable the shields. That's ISIS, right? Uh, Is this supposed to be? Yeah. yeah. I like ISIS. I love when uh, Cisco is all firing torpedo wines. You don't have to say it out loud. loud. He's like, yes, I do. (laughs) This is just like Star Raiders on Atari, but real. (laughs) (laughs) He's basically like, man, I'm a nerd, man. I got to say this shit out loud. I'm a science fiction nerd. Are you crazy? We do. It's all about it. He gets all geeked early. Yeah, we do. If he makes a Terminator reference, he's all like, I would love to see I love a good pop culture reference. I would love to see she gives him it's like you know what I would love to see a few more scenes with Isis the character that plays Isis and him because she's so much like an older sister the way she looked at him. yeah yeah kind of giving him the side eye for yeah sure. yeah um Flash takes on reverse Flash um Barry has to let Eobard go again because if he kills him he's gonna screw up the timeline all over again but just rip the suit off him though because that's where he gets the power from and then what? Are you sure that won't mess up the timeline if he isn't able to go well, do Well, he'll he go back. I mean, eventually he'll find his way back into the future. He always does. But, I mean, I would just at least slow him down a little bit. Like, you're not going to go back just just happily. I'm not going to let you go back and just be all great about it. Like, I, My ideal scene here would have been when he says, oh, that's right, the great Barry Allen doesn't kill. Right. And if Oliver had walked up to him and go, I'm not Barry Allen, and then stabbed him with a sword. Oh, I'd have loved that. With an arrow. I'd have loved that. I'd have loved that. did he say, I've already, like, he references, he built Star Labs, was there for 15 years, he talks to Kara about fighting her her cousin in the future and everything else. So I'm thinking, if he did kill him at this point, what, what timeline would it mess up? We don't know yet. I don't know. But then again, Barry doesn't kill. I, I, I'm so tired of it though that I, I would have just had Barry kill him. I mean, uh, uh, Oliver kill him, and we just never refer back to it again. I would have been fine with that. I don't think anybody would have complained. I was cool seeing um, Tom Cavanaugh as well as again. I, I am cool oh, with that, but it's just the right, thing of fine. to constantly have a hero, a, a villain that you could never take down. Get to know like the Joe. You mean like the Joe? Yes. <laughs> or, 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 or Damian Dark? Yes. Now, now, or, or, <laughs> yes, now, yes. Minute, I'll think of some more. Yes. But the question I have about him back in that form, why was he going around in the wheelchair again? Everybody knows. What are he you was doing? just effing with. I think that was just the beat. He was effing, effing with her. her. That's okay. All. That's all it was. 
Uh, Supergirl uh, lures Overgirl off the ship, and they take to the skies. And when Over Overgirl's radio, uh, oh wait, she walks. She, no, even better than that is when she walks up to the window. Yeah, it's a general Nazi wave runner. General, would you care to step outside? <laughs> I, a, I literally cheered. I was like, yeah. I had a nickel for every time somebody tried to reference that Superman uh, scene. Oh, Superman my God, but it totally fit in this scene. It, it did. It did. And then just a few minutes later, they're up, up there, and uh, you know she's about to blow. What am I supposed to do? And and Wells says, "You need to get her up, 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 and, and away." away. <laughs> like I have to tell you this, and away. God dang it, just do it. Just Who do am it. I telling you this? Just Supergirl, damn it. That was a cool little Easter egg, though. Um, when Supergirl or Overgirl self-destructs, Evil Arrow is distracted, and that gives Oliver time to kill him. And then Supergirl falls out of the sky and gets caught in just in time by Nate to make a Man of Steel pun. <laughs> yeah. And and to recreate, sort of, in a way, that Crisis on Infinite Earth cover where Superman's hol- holding Supergirl. Yeah, right. Yep. Uh, the rest of the hour is devoted as like a, it's kind of an epilogue to kind of let everybody know where everybody's going to end up. Uh, Leo opts to stay on Earth 1 for a little while, and he uh, kisses Ray goodbye as Ray goes back home. Um, Stein's funeral. Uh, uh, Jax delivers a heartfelt speech and then says, yeah, and then uh, hugs it out with Clarissa and Lily and baby Ronnie. Uh, Mick cries too, while Leo encourages him to let it all out. Um, Lastly, each of Klein, uh, Stein's closest super friends thank him as they say goodbye. Uh, Sarah, Sarah thanks him for believing in her. Mm-hmm. Uh, Caitlin tells him to say hi to Ronnie. Barry thanks him for bringing it home. Um, Sarah retreats with her legend, saying goodbye to Alex. They hug. Um, they tell each other to trust their instincts, and they'll probably find somebody someday. Uh, Karen and Alex go back to their Earth, and then left alone, Barry and Iris look at each other, and they decide they might as well get married right then and there. And so Barry picks up Diggle Poor from Diggle. the Team Arrow there. And Diggle, of course, throws up because every single time he's a super always speed do that to Diggle. Uh, and he gets ready to marry uh, Barry and Iris. And as they're going on, they're about to seal the deal. Felicity pulls a Kanye on him. Oh, and I know y'all I, deserve to be married, but let me finish. I know y'all have the best wedding of this crossover. Right. But. Uh, I'm, I'm <laughs> the best love ever, but let me finish. Yeah, I, I, I posted in our Facebook. I said, yo, Iris and Barry, I'm really happy for you. I'll let you finish. But Ollie and I have one of the best relationships of all time. <laughs> but the other thing, won't Oliver's son just be a little hurt that he wasn't there for him to get married? I mean, d- oh, who cares? He's just oh. gonna be a hostage anyway. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. That, that... So I, I thought it was a nice way to end the crossover, and yeah, it was cool. And I give the whole crossover an A. As if you hadn't figured that out by now, I really enjoyed it a lot. Just really well pulled off. Really nice. And, um, and I don't want to hear. I, I, you know what? I said in our group that I liked it better than Justice League, but it's so different from Justice League. They're two different things. That I'm going to kind of walk that back a little bit. It'd be like comparing apples and oranges, you know? So. Yeah, well. I, I just um, had more fun watching this, I think, than I did Justice League. It definitely had a lighter touch, you know? I think yeah. Justice League was like more epic and, and serious, and this was a, definitely a lighter, more, dare I say, comic booky touch. Uh, we have some people uh, in our group writing, too. Carlos Carmona wrote in, uh, Crisis on Earth X was great. It was epic of epic epicness. So it was epic then, eh? 
Yeah. Uh, in Supergirl, they had a Nazi scientist who was in Man of Steel as a Kryptonian doctor examining Superman for the Kotex. The Kotex? From the Man of Steel. The Codex. The Codex. Uh, right. Codex. That's what he meant to say. Right. He wrote Kotex. Right. Well, if you wanted return... to be super absorbent, then you've got to go to Codex. Oh, gosh. No. They had a better-looking red tornado. Too bad they didn't pull him to a proper Earth to to use him. I know. Um, Alex and Sarah was cool. When Alex said her, you just saw Sarah's eyes widened, getting some ideas. I hope they all did it all together into one big epic movie. Throw that on IMAX. No shitty in humans. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, oh, we also have a few pieces of news uh, from this week, too, before we uh, close it out. Uh, we, uh, Salim Frazier wrote a big write-up on all the things in, uh, uh, Crisis on Earth X, uh, crossover. If you'd like to read his, um, uh, blog, there's a link to it right there in the DCTV podcast group, which you're more than welcome to join by all means. Because if you go there, you can also see the, uh, preview trailer for Batman Ninja, the anime. Yeah, pretty good. Holy crap, that looks cool. Pretty good. It reminded me very much of the, um... The last, um, Gotham Knight. Yes. Do you remember that yeah. one? The, the, that was also an anime. Very uh, anime-ish influenced, yeah. But this this looks even more so. Right. Um, it looks incredible. Uh, also, uh, uh, Andrew Kreisberg, uh, who we talked about last time for uh, getting called on for um, sexual... Yeah, he's out. Yes. Yeah. Brenton looks the, the awesome. As, uh, it, as uh, Robin, and it's more influenced with the Tim Drake design, but it's Dick Grayson. All right. Well, the designer, designer that did this also, her credits include um, Iron Man, uh, the first Iron Man film, uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World, uh, Jumanji, and Black Lightning. Oh, um, so good. So good. I will, I would, I, you know, I wanted to throw out there, uh, to check out, uh, the, I swear, the, the way that the uh, Runaways show is done, like how well it's done. Like it's, I think it's given everybody a run for their money in terms of what you could do with a group, like how you can, you can, I'm not terms of it has to be, I'm not saying any of these shows have to be exactly alike. I just mean the quality of how well it's done. Like you have all the acting gifted that are out right right, now. The the acting in this is like, these are kids. It's like when you look at Usher, you look at Firestorm Usher, for example, I'm sorry, Firestorm Usher. I know you're, you're probably a great guy. And you compare it to the no names. These these are actors that are just getting their start in this show. Uh, some of them, the how well they can act, they're directed. It's like wow, like you could you could you could do better. A lot of these shows could do, and humans forget it. It's like it makes and like it puts in humans the entire. And these are adults that have been acting for years. The way they are directed in that show, it puts them to shame. The entire thing, the whole production of Inhuman. And it's well. nice to see James Marsters again. Yeah. Um, okay, everybody. So that's uh, DC TV Podcast, episode 111. We had a little bit of audio difficulty there at the very end, so I'm going to close it out myself. Uh, check out Daryl at the uh, Taylor Network of Podcasts.com. He's on uh, Go Trek Yourself there, and uh, Nothing's On with me and Donnie Salvo. And uh, you can also check out uh, uh, No Apologies there and a whole bunch of other podcasts. And if you like geeky podcasts like this one, then definitely go to hhwlod.com because there you'll find the, the the entire library of the DC TV podcast. Plus, uh, it's all connected. 
my good podcasting brother Russ does for the Marvel side of the street what I do for the DC side of the street as far as television. And they're covering uh, Inhumans and Defenders. And right now, I imagine they're going to be kicking into The Punisher uh, in full swing. So you don't want to miss that. Also, The Walking Dead TV podcast with Craig and uh, Chubb and Daryl and myself and, uh, and Russ. Uh, going strong now for six years. Uh, covering the Walking Dead t- uh, television show from the very first episode up to the very latest episode. And until next week, we are Ghost. Good night. <laughs>